so sorry this is a day late. So yesterday was a crazy day at work. Then we had two baseball games in two different parts of the city. And then I was at Ross and TJ Maxx and Target until 9.30 last night. There was just no coming back from that. Trying to find uh, bags. Yes, we are traveling to California today. Leon is meeting his team and kind of going to a conference. And I'm tagging along because I always do. Yeah, I also abused the backyard for probably too long and now it's just been overtaken by weeds and like I, I pretty much just had to weed whack i wasn't even mowing no so we have a push mower and it the reason we have it is because i think we just both really like the workout of it it's yeah. hard it makes your body work and so we kind of argue over who gets to mow just because you don't even have to work out that day probably like a added benefit of saving the world little by little when you do what we do and you just let it go crazy, it, it just is not functional. Right, yeah, the, those push mowers aren't good if the grass is really tall. Thank you for letting us put this out a day late. Just gonna knock it out before our flight. We still haven't packed. We just bought our bags last night. It's gonna be an interesting day. Yeah, we're really representing our shitty travel ways. Yeah, and I also have to clean the house still and all that, that good stuff that comes with traveling. But jumping in. 90 Day Fiance, Season 9, Episode 5, Breast Intentions. The titles are getting pretty good. They're pretty snazzy. They're pretty good. We're going to jump in with Emily and Kobe. And right off the bat, I want to say, essentially our opinions don't matter on breastfeeding. Whatever the mom wants, that's what she can do. Breastfeed how long you want. Breastfeed in public. Breastfeed with a cover. Our opinions do not matter. So... Yeah, and there's such and there's such a variance on you know whether mothers that have an easy time producing, mothers exactly. that have a very difficult time producing. So some people don't even have the option, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we and just, some people so badly want that yeah, option. We were talking to a friend last night, and she said like, "Oh yeah, I thought I was going to be breastfeeding way longer after like two months." Like, yeah, just it kinda... just didn't happen for her. It wasn't working. And then we have actually another pair of friends that kind of help each other. So one produces more than the other, and she donates milk to her. In our little friends group, we have varying ways that all of the mothers decide to take care of their small children. And so watching Emily, it's just another mother that's figuring out her way. I think Kobe was a bit selfish. I mean, I would say actually pretty selfish. By coming in and saying, this is how it should be done. Well, and then in his interview, he was saying, like, I don't want to be sharing breasts with my oh, kid. I'm like, dude, yeah, that was awkward. you really can't just give that up while you're poking? Like, come on now. <laughs> The breast man. Going back a little bit to the initial argument. Two things can be wrong at the same time. Three if you want to throw dad in there. Emily is not taking into consideration what Kobe wants. Not even that she needs to take it into consideration. More that you have to let him talk. You have to let him say his part. And you need to not have a sassy response and absurd faces. Like talk it through and say, no, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what's going to happen. I want to tell you why I feel that way. She could be coming with a mindset of, well, she is really like, um, I've been here for 17 months. Yeah, like, I, I know true. I know this kid. I know what he needs. But he's also trying to be an active dad. So there needs to be some kind of communication of like, you know, my word kind of matters. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be a deadbeat dad. Like, I want to be a part of this kid's life. And then also you have to take into consideration, I feel like Emily, this whole time, we're just seeing how she's not really letting Kobe be an involved parent. It's really her way and you're a side character. 
even though that's the father of the child. We see it repeated throughout the episode, not only the breastfeeding conversation where he's not allowed to have an opinion, which some people agree with, but then you can even see it as far as last episode, the feeding, and he just wanted to touch the baby's feet. Then there is in this episode, the sharing of the bed. This woman was like in the middle of the bed being like, there's no room for you. Okay. They're also not small people. They need to get a bigger bed. They do. Especially if they want to co-sleep. If they want to co-sleep, like they need a bigger bed. Because they were, even when he was in there, it was real tight. I feel like Emily expects Kobe to just be dropped into their life and just kind of follow whatever they're doing. Like, they don't need to make any arrangements to make him feel more comfortable or be a part of this little family unit. For example, like, what if they crib trained or sleep trained the baby prior to Mm. Kobe coming? That might be one thing that could make it a little easier. What if her thing with having that hotel night was a bigger deal because she knew like I co-sleep and it's not going to stop anytime soon. I mean, like we're not going to be sleeping together was probably it. That's interesting. But also she makes it sound very, um, almost like we're not going to stop co-sleeping anytime soon. Exactly. Yeah. Which again, if that's your thing, fine, but get a bigger bed so that everyone can sleep there. But don't you think that's going to be like a really big problem for their relationship? Yes. Especially if Kobe's super like, no, like we need to sleep in the same bed. Like we're a family. Yeah. And she's super like, uh, no, you take up too much space. Go in the other room. The theme with them is she just keeps putting him on the outside. There's never, it's not the family unit or, oh, you're here. So I'm going to mm. integrate you into everything. It's here's our bedtime routine. You need to follow it. Here is this. Mm. You need to do it that way. This is where me and Coben sleep, so you need to go over there. Also, I can't get over how big this house is, and there's there's one bathroom. There is at least, okay. There's at least four bedrooms in this house. The parents' bedroom, the sister's bedroom, um, Emily's bedroom, and then now where Kobe is. Yes. There's at least four bedrooms. And then it seems like there's two living areas, the main one and then the one in the basement. Right, but there's one bathroom. All I'm saying is they could turn this basement area basically into their little apartment, give Coben his own room. They could have their room. They have their little living area. Super cute. But it just doesn't really seem like that. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if like the sister and other people sleep downstairs. Oh, maybe. I guess that makes sense. Like what if like the bottom is actually like rooms and like the top is like a big the like, living, living area. area. Maybe the master. like Could be. You know. I have to bring up dad. Oh, dad was awkward as fuck. Dad's real awkward. Him and mom are just too much. Okay. The mom kept her distance for a while. Thank goodness. You did they not were, physically put yourself in the middle of these two in an argument. They were having their first harsh discussion. Yeah. And I feel like you need to let that happen like organically. Like let them kind of figure it out. And he's kind of like, well, let me protect my daughter and just right awkwardly stand in the middle. Dude, we're this is like grown adults. We're trying to have yes, a conversation. She is an adult. And she is a mother, and she is someone's soon-to-be wife. She needs to have a conversation with him without you interjecting, both physically, you are physically present in the middle of them, but also thinking that your two cents has any place here. Don't say, well, longer the better. Well, she's right. Well, I don't mind. Like, you're not the dad. Yeah, you're not in this relationship. No, man. Emily was super annoying with her dismissiveness. Go help my mom. How about you? And I fully, fully support Kobe here when he says, can you just ask me? Can you just say, hey, would you mind helping my mom? Because that's the right way to do it, even in this tense situation. 
when the grandma mentions that Emily pretty much runs this place. Oh my god. I that, that red means, flag, red flag. She speaks to her family the way she spoke to Kobe in that instance all the time. I probably worse. Mm-hmm. And they all just take it. Why? I have no idea. You run it so much that your grandma, who does not live there, knows that you run this house. And everyone does what you say. That's pr- I mean, that, was, to, that was just fascinating. She needs to, to switch side up if this relationship is going to work. They both have such strong opinions about how things should be done. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Like, if it's going to work, it's going to have to be Kobe that backs down. What? They yeah. both need to back down. Because he's not going to be satisfied if he's the only one backing down. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm team Kobe here, given given the dynamic that was really shown this episode. It really is her way or no way. And I like Emily. Like, I that, don't even that, hate her. That's what I mean. I mean, I guess I just don't see her kind of backing down a bit. That's why for them to work, I kind of feel like Kobe's going to have to kind of give in. A- and I mean, all of Emily's family wants to see that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It is always fascinating that everyone knows... Everything that comes with this 90-day process. And it's interesting that it always becomes a point of conversation of like, well, you can't work for a while. I'm like, yes, thank you for telling me my, the rules of this 90-day visa process. I cannot work for 90 days. Well, actually, I don't even know if it's, it might be more than 90 no, days. No, it's more than that. This, that's just to... That's just to get married. Yeah. Going on to Shida and by Lal, she finally met his kids. Did you notice she was holding the pool stick upside down the entire time? Yeah, it was... <laughs> oh, Someone online said that they think this is an Airbnb. This is not his home. No. And I love that theory. No. Yes. They said when he opened the cupboards, there was barely anything in there. And when he opened the fridge, there was just like styrofoam to go containers. I did what? Yes. So we need to watch carefully because I love this theory. It makes so much sense. Maybe they just order to go all the time. Which is fine. But. Well, do, do his kids. Pro- okay. Okay. My, my counter to that. I'm assuming the kids spend the weekdays at their mom's, going to school, doing their thing, and probably they go to their dad's on the weekend, if not every other week, because I'm sure the mom probably wants them for the weekend, too, to go do stuff with them. So I assume he only gets the kids, like, every other weekend. I don't really think it's 50-50. This is just my... I have no no knowledge of this. I just think this okay, is... Okay, but even so, wouldn't you have more dishes? Doesn't he have people come over? He was just hosting his mom and his aunts and his brother... Honestly, I bet you since that was for the show, he probably doesn't host people. That's not what he does. I mean, this guy took Zoom meetings against a wall, like, you know, sitting on the floor. But I'm just saying that kind of leads to maybe this is an Airbnb. He always took it against a white wall. Who knows if this is true? What if this is another prank? But wouldn't... No, no, I don't think so because they had... There was like a personalized pool... I need to check if it's like yeah, his family is that name. His I, need to, or I, is I, that... need, I need to go back and check if that was like his family name because it was like a personalized like pool trophy or some kind of shirt or like a jersey. It was like a something like that. I have to see it because I'm like that's a lot. That's a deep cut to like. Oh, this Airbnb has a pool table. Oh, I want a pool award. Let me bring it to this house and put it up. Like that's that's a little too much work. It's because we went ham on the Airbnb for last season, so they had to like. Make it personable. There isn't a surfboard in the corner. Do you think there could be more of a, I'll tell Shida, like, this is an Airbnb, but I just don't want the general people watching to know where I live kind of thing. Maybe. I'm just saying if it were true, I could see it. But yeah, the pool stick upside down, I was like, girl, everyone else is holding it the correct way. But it made me happy knowing he has quote fingers OCD. 
mm. and that he's gonna have oh, a little oh. little chalk in the carpet that's true <laughs> i didn't think about that in his interview by lal says that he would not be with shida if his kids did not like her but he married her spiritually seven days after meeting her now we're just assuming the kids never talked to her in those seven days. Even so, why wouldn't they be at the wedding? Why wouldn't you actually... If you're ah. putting so much on this meeting, why would you not have the kids meet her before you had a spiritual marriage? Well, they met before that trip, right? Online? No. Well, yes, online. Okay. But this was the first time they've okay. met. So why are you putting so much importance on your kids' opinion when they that opinion did not matter? I'd like to think they met her online. That chatted with her well the way they're portraying it is oh if they don't like her she's not gonna be here yeah then you're well, it's a little late for you're, that you're already married yeah i'm on the kid's side not a fan of umi being the name shida even called it like it's like a respect thing i'm like yeah but like also respect has to be earned like i don't know if you're even gonna be what if you what if you're an asshole and you want me to call you mom like i'm not gonna call you mom I, we don't know i you just that think it should yet. be the kid's decision whatever they want to call her yeah. I guess I'm trying to say it that it it's almost like something that when like love forms and like that relationship happens, maybe that will just, you know, organically come with the kids of like, you know what, you're you're an amazing mom. The kids are kind of torn on if they would like their father to have another child with Shida. I don't like how Bilal always throws her under the bus. Yep. As soon as she said, Your dad needs to answer that, he immediately threw her under the bus. Yeah. Like he isn't the one that is kind of holding all the cards yeah, he says something like uh oh they're asking you questions not me i'm like what are you a fucking child like yes, bro, this, is. Is, this is our relationship he still will not have the conversation with shida privately or even touch it in public i think she just needs to be straight up and be like if you're not gonna give me a kid like i'm fucking out of here yes and you should not drag her along and use her time against her oh boy ari and benny were something and not not them as a couple. I'm just saying, I don't think Ari really said thank you for all that her parents did for her. Granted, they were off of like a 24-hour flight. So I'm going to give them a I lot could, of leeway there. I could imagine your 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 head's in a, in a Their in eyes days. were struggling to stay open. So I will definitely give and, them that. And, and it's not like, you know, you and I just traveling by ourselves. Like, they got a kid. Like, kids well, crying. Well, you know, Benny change. took care of that kid that whole time. Ari said she was knocked out. That's why she's so tired. Jet like I don't know. <laughs> we were kind of trolling that for like 90% of this episode. Like you never see Ari. Interact with a kid at all. It's really interesting because she says that Benny took care of the kid the whole time. So she slept on the flight and then she was pushing the stroller out of the airport and then immediately said, dad, do you want to push the stroller? And I was just like, what? I don't know, man. But... I bet she has shit we don't see, so I can't give her that much crap. It's just something I always notice, is that what they choose to put in the episodes is never her taking care of Bobby. Yeah. Well, even there's a scene of them, I guess they're going to go explore New York, and then, like, they don't have the kid again. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, just... yes, yes. I was like, maybe he wants to see New York. They have many babysitters now. I felt like this could have been a new beginning for them, but Janice immediately says, it's a crazy family, and you'll have to get used to it. And Ari says, well, no one's going to throw wine in your face, so we're just bringing this shit over. If you, if you wanted it to truly be a new beginning, let's not even put that energy out there. So Ari's mom and dad got them a new apartment in Princeton, which is insanely expensive. We looked up how much apartments cost, and we guess that they're paying a minimum $1,500 for right, a right. two-bedroom apartment. 
So when Ari says, thank you, but I do realize that her fear is real. I mean, one income having to pay that much, not including the cable, the, you know, utilities, everything that comes with an apartment. So I get what she's saying, but it did bug me that it wasn't, thank you so much for getting this arranged. Let's talk about this tomorrow or whatever. I need to sleep. It was thank you, but now I'm going to have to do this, this, and this. When in reality, I think that her dad will just rehire her. Interesting. Interesting. So, I don't know. That makes a lot of sense. I I totally agree with you that she should have been thankful. Like, Benny was more thankful. Almost like, like, wow, this is you guys went above and beyond. Yeah. And I don't buy your whole, oh, now I have to take over paying this stuff. Or I wouldn't have gotten an apartment this nice. Girl, your your parents helped you in, like, the major steps to get started. Like, if they didn't do this, what were you going to do? Yeah. Sleep in one bedroom in their house? And then go look for apartments and like, you know what I mean? That's a process without a job. And then obviously down payment and all this stuff the mom mentioned. Are you really ready to do all of that the day after you get off this flight? Yeah. Regardless, they would need the help. Yeah. I said this online. Even if she did say thank you or let's say she made dinner for them the next day. I don't know. You know, that's a a stretch, but they would never show that. Because they're going to paint the storyline oh, of the entitlement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's so hard with her because I think they're going to paint her in some really shitty light. But we have to go off what we see. That's kind of what we always talk about. Oh, it might not be as bad as it seems or it might be worse than it seems. But can only go off what they show. Did you notice in the closet there were tags on the clothing? Yeah. Well, and, and it's Just jealous. It's new apartment, I'm new cur- utensils, new food in the fridge ready to go, and new clothes. Yeah, I'm curious because that was Avi's room, I think. Yes. But it had like... A, a, it had like Ari clothes. Ari size clothes. Yeah. Overall in their section, just wanted some more thankfulness. That's all. But huge grain of salt. If I'm flying for 20 hours, just leave me alone. Patrick and Thais. How do you feel about giving a dog to someone as a gift? If they've mentioned it, it's okay If they have not, definitely not giving someone a living thing. I have ingrained this in you from the moment we started dating. Don't give me anything living, not even a plant, because I want a choice if I take care of it or not. I think plant will be okay. The plant is a little bit better, but I'm still... Dogs, cats, like I have to pick up poop in some of these instances. I'm assuming she said she wanted a dog. I don't think he would have just gone out and got it. How do you feel about Thais not telling her dad that she's moving to the U.S. and marrying Patrick? Red flag. You have to tell him. And if you don't tell him in person, can you imagine that? Also, it, it just seems odd because it, from everything we've seen, it seems like they have a good relationship. Seems like they're very close. And she is, that's going to kill No, I mean, him. not only her relationship with her dad, but also her relationship with Patrick. Like, it seems like things are going really well. So if you're kind of like, I'm vibing with this guy, it seems to be working out. Hey, dad, I should probably tell you, like, I'm going to get married to this guy and most likely stay over there. I know she's trying to create space so that essentially she also isn't affected by how hurt her dad will be. So if you're in another country and you tell him over the phone, you don't have to face your dad right in front of you crying and being really upset, but it's a horrible way to do it. If somehow you end up telling him and it, it's remote or something over the phone or over FaceTime, whatever, that's not going to go really well. And you're going to feel really bad Yes. if you have to tell him in that situation. But she will have to tell him in that situation. And so I think it's really shitty of her to have to do that. 
because her whole family knows except the dad. So now the everyone there that is left has to keep this secret. And then when he finds out, he's going to be so hurt that she told everyone except him. Do you think in some way the dad knows except he's sort of in denial or he doesn't want to accept that his little girl's kind of growing up and you know going off and to, to get married? Yes, but it's still not she still needs to tell him. Yeah, you might have an inkling, oh, you're probably going there on this type of visa. That means this. But she needs to tell him. Patrick has his Rolex, his Tesla, and his back waxed. He's ready. His shots were the most Tesla commercials I've ever seen. <laughs> so Tesla doesn't do advertisement from what I know. But I have found out more about a Tesla in this 90-day episode <laughs> as far as the way the doors open, the little... You can tell he loves the autopilot feature. He does. Very sweet. He brought flowers. He's he's doing a good. I mean, he's doing all the things. Great arrival. He's doing all the things. The tongue happened. Oh, that was I creepy. screamed. Oh. I don't like oh. seeing it. It was more creepy the way they communicated. Oh, that they're like, yes, tongue now. He's like, do you want my tongue? Oh, that was creepy. I hated it. <laughs> so gross. She's already threatening to go back, so we'll see how it goes. Kara took Guillermo to go meet her family, specifically Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike was being unnecessary. No, no need. I'm just saying all my uncles were real nice to you. Oh, At yeah. most, a I, couple uncles pulled you aside and said, take care of my niece. And that was it. Yeah, I never got any weird energy from any family Not even from like, like my dad or brother. Real no, nice. No. I can't imagine someone being stressed to be in a new country and having to speak this language that isn't their first language Meet the family, but then also kind of be threatened. You want an inside story? Oh, God. On what? the pod? On the pod? Oh, God. What? About, about your brother? Oh, no. Do I know this story? I don't know. Maybe. I maybe, don't think I know this story. Maybe not. Oh, God. Sure. We were all probably drinking, but your your brother was like having a smoke or whatever, and we were in the backyard, and he says, um, he's like, hey, you know, like, thanks for being such a cool guy, you know, with my sister, and... Basically, he was like, you know, as a brother, it makes me not worry about her. Oh, or so it, it, was, it was something ju- something yeah. like that. It's like just the way you are, you, you make me not worry about my sister or something like that. Oh, and so I was sweet. like, I was like, yeah, no, no. And I was kind of like <laughs> taken aback. I was like, oh, yeah, man, like no problem. <laughs> That's so sweet. I'm glad. See, nice interaction. But also that, I mean, that happens. We were years in it. That point. happens after a long time yeah. of like building a relationship. This wasn't first meeting. No, I think when I first met your brother, he just said like, hey, what's up? Nice you to meet you. You refused to talk to him. That's pretty shy. That's pretty shy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Guillermo's the, probably pretty fucking shy. He, would, he did very good at yeah, this dinner. He did really good. He was very sweet. It's got to be different energy, though, if you're coming over with a 90-day visa like or 90-day kind of yeah, thing. To, and like, no one really <laughs> has any background of you at all. I'm real concerned about Yves and Mohammed. Mohammed expected breakfast in bed, being treated on his first day, maybe taken around. But instead, Yves has to work. He needs to figure out the bidet. He needs to feed himself. And it was all too much. We saw two instances of Mohammed trying to do something and basically was like, no, I I can't do it. And he just kind of just stops. Yeah, it leaves everything where it's at. They're hinting, but I have a theory. Okay. I have, theories. Go I have for a it. theory that Eve is actually going to be the one to end this. Oh, I, I like it. I think she's going to see how incapable he is. And we'll talk about the whole son thing. But 
it's almost going to be like um, I didn't expect this much of an inability to do things, <laughs> even basic things. But that would have to be at the end of the show, like at the end of this season, because currently at this point, she now expects him to watch the kid for various lengths, half a day, whole day to take care of him, you know, make sure he's fed. This man can't feed himself. Okay. From what we've seen from Muhammad and just from introducing someone to a child, I don't know if I would be okay letting someone watch this kid for a whole day. I'm personally not, even if we're not talking because he's from a different country, I'm not okay with someone I met a day ago. Well, they met on vacation, but someone being in my house for one day and then me leaving a kiddo with him. Like that, that seems hard in any situation. I mean, how's he going to, sorry, I overtook your entire, no, I I guess, (laughs) you know, Eve, if you you know, if you're planning, you're kind of, you can like pre-make meals or, or, you know, wrap, you know, wraps and stuff. It's like, Oh, fruit fruit and stuff like, Oh, you know, this is all like snacks and fruit. And like, Mm -hmm. you don't even have to cook anything. Just like, I think he'll be very unsatisfied being a caretaker though, because he wants to be taken care of. Yeah. So I don't see these natural caretaking abilities coming. Yeah, Eve's Eve's thought process here is pretty interesting because she, you know, she thinks, oh, you know, Muhammad's got a heart of gold. I'm like, I get all that, but he's also never taken care of someone in this in this situation. He's never taken care of himself. Like, we don't even know if he has younger siblings. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think he does. At least we didn't get introduced to any. Yeah. I think this is gonna be really weird. I'm just scared it's gonna blow up. And Eve's son loves him. She has so much. He has so much fun with him. He thinks he's so cool. Muhammad takes him to the gym. They work out together. That'd be so cute. I would love that. What if they just did stuff like that? That'd be cool. Rock climbing. Yeah, just activities. But I don't know how this is going to go. Is it going to end how you think it will? Where she ends up breaking it off? Or will they end up getting married? And then he just doesn't really meet the expectations. And then it's just bumpy. I'm so scared he's using her. Yeah, me too. It's going to be... I don't even want to think about it. Hey, the counter, which we're probably all rooting for. Maybe it'll be fantastic. It'll be really cool to have a great time. But maybe I, he picks it up quick. But, but I think what you're saying is maybe over time that he'll kind of get tired of that. Like this really isn't what I was sort of expecting. Yeah. Especially on day one, he expected breakfast in bed. So we're shifting expectations pretty hard right now. Okay. Theory. You've got all of these toys for Mohammed to give her son. I do not think that Mohammed got any of these toys. And you could tell by what the toys were. I feel like I see always see those like in the toy section. I'm always in there getting something for our nephews. Well, you were sense. saying like the writing looked all The English. writing was just like everything was in English. Well, what if what if we didn't see the scene, but they went to the store and he picked them out? When? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. We had pre-sex talk, then after sex talk, and she went to work. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like that. I don't like you saying that Mohammed got this. He didn't. But I understand. I get the reasoning behind it. You want to create this bond, create a friendship. I get it. On the next time on, we see Jabri's mom ask Miona to dress more modest. Not appropriate. So I fully agree with Miona has to follow the rules of the house. I don't know if that comes down to don't wear this shirt. That's I don't like, have an opinion That's like on something it. you would tell your daughter when she's in middle school, yes, high school. And, but your son's wife, your daughter-in-law, I feel like it's too much. It, it's a grown woman. Let her dress however she wants. Benny brings up possibly moving to New York and Ari instantly shuts that down. So not even willing to 
think of doing that. So he, he probably fell in love with New York City. Yeah, he probably liked it a lot more. We find out that Kara likes to party and it kind of bothers Guillermo. So you can kind of see where that storyline is going to go. Mohammed tells Yves that she cannot be in her home alone with another man. And we always give him a lot of grace because we're talking about cultural norms and how different it is and kind of the roles. But this is her home in the country she lives in. So it's not really his place. She's not, she doesn't follow that religion. He kind of doesn't either, if you want to get into details of that. Well, I mean, even when they were in the airport, he said in Egypt, you're not allowed to show public affection, which as soon as they landed, they did. cannot live with a woman. You cannot have sex. You can't live with marriage before marriage. Yeah. Cannot have sex before marriage. So I, this nitpicking of what you want to kind of enforce is really frustrating because it's not, you're following this guideline. It's, you need to follow these rules, but I will only follow a couple rules. That paired with him expecting to be a caregiver, it just, I cannot see this working. And something I saw on, online, not that it was a spoiler, it was almost just like the one couple that's kind of looks like they're not going to make it was even Muhammad. I mean, they were kind of called out. Oh, really? Um, that was already early predictions? That was early predictions. So even I think even my prediction wasn't that wild, but I just did the spin of it where I think it's actually going to be Eve, which I think yeah. is, I think it's rare for the American to call it off. Versus the international person, unless the oh, American's I, just I crazy. Feel, I feel well, like the, I don't yeah. think we've ever seen anyone call it off. That's true. Once you're here, it go they go through. You need to get married because I've already put so much time, energy, and money into this. Mm. Let's see mm. where it goes. Mm. Patrick's brother and Thais are already butting heads. Fully what we expected. And then things get murky with Shida and Bailal. Shida asks Bailal to respect her feelings, but then she took it a little far by kind of swiping him on the head. I fully believe no one should be touching anyone unwanted, so don't put your hands on him because that, I don't know, it crosses a boundary that I feel like in any situation. I mean, kids don't touch each other. Adults don't touch each other. Like, everyone just keeps their hands to themselves. And when you're already arguing and you take it to a physical point, that's when it crosses a line that it's really hard to come back from. But... His next move was not okay either. His next move, it was not talking about the situation, de-escalating it, or saying how it made him feel. It was, I'm gonna up it now. I'm gonna make you feel like shit. You are in the wrong. I'm gonna treat you like a child. I'm gonna discipline you. Not okay. Do you think he really calls the Uber for her or does he allow her to stay in the car? Because he pulls over, gets out of the car and comes around to her door, which is very threatening body language, to be honest. What is he gonna do? Drag her out of the car? Do it. My theory is he calls the Uber. A car shows up. He gets out. They end up talking. It cools off. Then he, you know, cancels the Uber and then they drive off. She needs to get into that car and go to the airport if that even happens. No, do not. Do not get back in that man's car because that is another way that he's fully trying to control you. Oh, I see. Do not give him that. Get in Mm. that Uber. Exactly. Go back to the house if you want to get your shit, but do not. Do not stay with that man. If you allow this to happen, can you imagine what would happen later on? We're in the first two, three days. Right, right. He's so manipulative. I think we've got to keep a close eye on Bilal. Some of his actions just don't sit well with me. A lot of them. The, the whole prank thing just kind of threw it all off. And, and the and, constant throwing her under the bus and trying to corner her and get her to say something wrong. Like, why do you constantly have to prove that she's doing something wrong? I go back to the, it's almost like he allows everyone to question her. 
But then when she confronts him about, oh, we're going to have a kid, he just like, oh, let no, me we'll yeah, just, we'll just throw it under the we'll bed. We'll, we'll just, yeah, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Hate it. All right, we have to pack. We have to do yeah. anything to prep for this yeah, trip because yeah, yeah. we thank only you have so a little much. bit. Thank you for sticking with us. Appreciate thank y'all. you. I really appreciate it. Love you all. Please have a safe week. Stay healthy. Talk to you soon. Bye.